Hi, folks. You are watching and listening to Sipping Off the Cuff on Tequila Aficionado Media, all of our channels and networks. Thank you for watching. I'm Mike Morales here in Southern California. That guy out there is? Hey, Todd Mabel from Colorado. Um, also, that's this part. We actually got eight inches of snow yesterday, so it's oh, snowy out here. It's today. a snow day for you. It's a snow day. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yep. But you know what? We have the perfect solution for a snow day, the perfect libation. We do. Wait till you see this, folks. We got this. We, I got mine yesterday, okay? <laughs> we are probably one of the first ones to have yeah. and dissect Codigo. Yeah. This is this is Codigo Mezcal. Yeah. We, we have never been able to get Codigo tequila, but this is a first. They reached out to us and, and we said, sure, send us the Mezcal. I had heard yeah. rumblings that that uh, now I don't know if George Strait is still involved, you know, in the mescal side of things. I think mm. he just kind of invested in it. But this is the box it came in. Uh, yeah. Bear with me. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna try not to drop the bottle, okay? Because <laughs> it it comes. Show them the glassware. Oh it, yeah. Yeah. They're super. They're very nice glasses. Yeah. These very, are. I like the. It's very subtle branding. This got their little logo on the bottom of the glass, which well, I well, these are these are traditional uh, mezcal drinking glasses. They're probably a little bigger than what I'm used to seeing. They're, in Spanish, they're called veladoras, because they're if you're Catholic, you know that you go into into church and you light a candle, right? You have a whole right. rack of candles, and usually on the bottom you'll see a cross. Yep. But they they self branded with their own logo. Yeah. Uh, that's the Codigo logo. Very cool. Yeah, so I think it's really cool. It's it's really beautiful presentation. Yeah, um, very very nice, and it's the usual Codigo bottle, which is I'm very familiar with it. Although it's got the, do you see the see through branding on that? The I do like that. The guy in the background like that. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like the the old vodka bottles used to have. Yeah. So it's also, I I am actually approve. I like the fact that on the back, oh, we got the little cards on it too. But on the back, they tell you so much information about the mezcal. Yes. And I really appreciate that. I, I do too, because it makes it now they have two, um, uh, they have the two categories available. We we only received, I believe this is the artisanal. Yeah, that's what I got. Yep. Okay, but they also have an, an ancestral. Yeah. Ancestral, that category means that no metal touches the plant. Right. So it's all like macerated by hand. Uh, you know, this one is macerated with a Taona. Uh, I believe they, I'm not even sure uh, the quality of this one. Uh, they have the, um, they, they give you, we had really great information. They gave yeah. us, you know, the, the difference cool. between one and the other. Yeah. Um, so the um, artisanal there, this is, now this is a, a medley, I believe. Right. Yeah. Yes, Bedin and Tabala. And I love medleys. Uh, uh, they, they're calling it an ensemble. I, I, I refer to ensembles as three plants uh, sure. when they do the three. Uh, but they're, they're calling this an ensemble. So I'm going to call it, but I have to distinguish it for our categories, for our brand of promise. I have to distinguish it between two plants and three plants because the third plant makes a big difference. Oh, for sure. And, and, uh, What's the ABV on this one? I haven't even. Um, that's a great question. Forty-two point two times uh, eighty-four, a little over eighty-four. Okay, so it's coming in just above uh, eighty proof. Yeah. Uh, some of the, some of the, uh, it's not a, 
it's not a gateway. I consider 80 proof a gateway yeah. uh, in the Mescal uh, arena. Uh, this one comes in at, at 42, which is the same, um, uh, it's the same ABV as Dos Hombres, which we enjoyed. Uh, it, was, it was really well done. Uh, that's one of those celebrity brands you can actually stand behind and have a, sure. and, and it's tasty. It's very well done. Uh, and and we're also very familiar with the uh, the the gentleman that helped guide uh, Brian Cranston and uh, Aaron Paul into finding their mezcal. Uh, he is actually one of our contributors, uh, Dr. Alvin Starkman. Oh yeah, was their guide in uh, and you? Yep, you have the book. <laughs> so 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 Todd ha has again. It, expanded his palette for those of you who haven't seen uh todd he's one of our our latest graduate for the uh, for the consumer catalog course but he is also a bourbon steward and at second level wc second level uh, yeah. Yeah. uh so now he has uh, decided that he's gonna go test the test his 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 metal again and decided <laughs> to dive into mezcal so so yeah. this is this is a first for you and me. This is our, our first uh, uh, tasting of anything together. I'm sipping off the cuff. And it's this uh, first time uh, we're going to try and dissect and see what we get with, with, uh, with Codigo. So let's just pour, pour the yep. juice, taste it yep. now that we've been, uh, you know. Open it up. I've been dying to open this. I haven't done it yet, but here, here goes. <laughs> yeah, we, we normally we break the seal on the bottles off camera, but the, the, the packaging was so pretty. We just had to. Oh, yeah. We just had to show it off. Um, so I'm gonna pour mine in my Stasol Jarrito for tequila, for uh, style. And you have this handy dandy Glen Cairn. It, it's it really very much appreciate the information that they sent to us. Oh, yeah. Normally, how I, I mean, very often we don't get anything. You know, yeah. if I get a press release, maybe something online that's cool uh but this was really nice that they that they did that and and you notice that this is what this is is a, a tasting guide so yeah. you place this in front of somebody you put the veladoras one here and one there if you have both both of the uh both of the uh expressions mm -hmm. uh, very cool very very cool, cool. Uh, i like the fact they have an ancestral i've only ever tried one ancestral mezcal and it was super cool yeah, uh, I love ancestrals. Uh, send them to me if you guys are are importing them. I and we have tasted several of them uh, on sipping off the cuff. We, I'm a big fan of all that stuff, man. And different plants and the yeah. ensembles. There's so much creativity that you're not getting in a tequila. Yeah, uh, you know that's been it's been mainstreamed and dumbed down. That it's almost like not a challenge anymore. The challenge is to find something different in a tequila. Yes. Yeah. This is. Wow. Tell me what you get. Tell me. Tell me. Tell okay. me. Because <laughs> I'm, gonna... I'm 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 picking up more techniques with this. This guy, this guy's a master painter, I'm telling you. <laughs> it's all kind of man, the pepper in here. It's just like, whoo, I love it. Well, I'm familiar with some of the plants, you know, the the the, the aromas from the plants, and this is very familiar to me. Okay. Uh, I, I really enjoy Tobolaz. I love Karwinski's also, but this is not this is not one of those. This one's and of course the Espadin. So yep. it's bright on the nose. Oh yeah, it's, and it's so aromatic. I mean, I was pouring, I could smell. You know. Oh yeah, it's fantastic. As soon as you pop the cork, you can smell it. Yeah. And yeah. and it's funny because as it for the first 
aroma you get is denser. And then as it opens up, it gets brighter. And the brightness in my experience has comes from the, from the espalin. Mm. The denseness sure. that I get off, off the top is the tobola, the, 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 some people call it gaminess, beefiness, you know, whatever, you, whatever your descriptor is, it's, it's allowed. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a whole lot. Like, I like you said beefy. There's definitely like sniffing on a steak here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and this is, this is the, the, the uh, artisanal. Uh, I can only okay. imagine that the ancestral is even deeper. I mean, there's, man, the, like the citrus and there's some, yes, so much like a green pepper is coming right through. It's like, just like, wow. Now, now I'm not getting the, the paper or woodsy or fibrous uh, no. aroma. There's no, even though I believe artisanal can all, should also be just uh, fermented with the fibers as well. Wow. So, I mean, I, th I think that's part, of, uh, I'm pretty sure that's part of the process, but I'm not smelling any, any fibrousness. No. It's interesting, it, it mentions that there, it's rested in the Sauvignon Blanc barrels, which is- It is? Yeah, it's what it says. It says- well, I, I know Codigo is. Yeah, Codigo is. Too. It says it's rested in Sauvignon Blanc wine barrels from Napa Valley. Seriously? Wait a yeah. minute. Excuse me, folks. Let me find out. <laughs> well, because I, I know that Codigo, they're they're you know they're Rosa and and a few yeah. of the other ones are are uh, are made that way. Distillation rested in Sauvignon Blanc wine barrels from Napa Valley, but it doesn't tell me how long. No. Now, are we getting any color from that? Because I don't, I don't see, see any. I don't see any color. I got beautiful legs and tears, folks. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. It's got to be like. I'm gonna guess not even 30 days yeah be long enough to be considered a repo so well you know um wow do i have to call this a mezcal suave because i do have a category called blanco suave you know and that yeah that's a lunar rested you know one uh in fact inspiro is rested for seven days like give or take and that's a they call it a lunar rested a blanco suave is rested longer uh, but they got to pull it out of the barrel before they have to call it a reposado. Usually right. it's, you know, somewhere between 20 and 30 days. Um, the legs and tears are gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I, I, I didn't, they're not runny. They're just, mm -hmm. they're just naturally clingy. Yeah. This thing is beautiful just to look at. Yeah. Um, but I don't see, that's the thing. I would see a tint. I would see something, but Inspiro doesn't have a tint either. So it leads me to believe that this is being rested not very long. Yeah. Because it doesn't say that they're filtering out any colors. Nope. Because then that would make it something else. You right. know, I got to find another category of Blanco Cristalino. Come on. That's oh, don't no, that doesn't matter. <laughs> see, what happens if they would filter this out? Uh, there, is, there is only one Mezcal Cristalino that I've ever had. And even with the filtering, it still kept the depth of the plant. Oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, I don't even know how they did it. The, the brand is on the ropes, uh, oh. sadly, but they, 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 oh my gosh, that was amazing what they did with it. You wanna dive in and see what we, what else we Yeah, do? let's do it. Let's do it. Hmm. <clears throat> 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> oh, wow. Oh, wow. There's some smoke. I like that. But it, the smoke is almost an afterthought. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, not, it's, not, it's a polite smoke. <laughs> I, I don't even, that was my first pass. And I haven't had, I haven't put anything in my mouth since I brushed my teeth. Okay. So this is like my first pass. I will tell you that on the first pass, I had um, the brightness from the espadine, the citrusy, the, you know, the, the notes that I'm more familiar with in the espadine, the brightness. And then on the back of the palate, there was, the, there was that, the denseness from the tobola. Yeah. It was much more characteristic of the tobola. So it's like as it worked its way past the palate, so did the plants, so did the, um, the, the, the medley that I, yeah, I call yeah. this a medley that they call it an ensemble because it's only two plants. Uh, we don't know what the, you know, if it's 80, 20, 50, yeah. 50 we don't know what, they're not giving us that. I'm going to go in again and see what, what else I'm getting here. definitely like that some like some hay coming through there in a good yeah. way yeah yeah you know um yeah i do like the fact like the smoke it's a polite smoke it comes in and it introduces itself very nicely afterwards like by the way i'm here <laughs> yeah. well you know and and we've noticed that more and more of the really well-made um what people would consider moonshine like ricias and yeah. sotols the smoke is an afterthought however right. as smoke will if you're a cigar smoker like i am cigar or smoke will eventually coat the palate so right. the smoke is doing its job because then all the, the aromas and flavors of the of the plant are are they're doing it's doing the same thing that a glycerin would normally do in a whiskey or a yeah. bourbon or even a tequila right it, right right it coats your palate so you have those flavors all the time but the smoke does it like you said politely yeah it's very polite, very polite smoke. I very polite smoke. <laughs> what oh, else man. are we getting? I know you're you're looking at your you're looking at your Mr. I am. wheel. <laughs> and uh because he I'm telling you, this guy's the ultimate student. Oh my god. He could teach this. You, you're you're gonna you're gonna do fine. <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely get some orange like that. Citrus is like it's an orange, is what I'm getting. Well, see, and for me, it's more like a grapefruit. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, and having having lived in, in Texas for eight years, you, know, you get that ruby red, you know, grapefruit. You kind of get to know the difference between one and the other. But there's still a denseness. It works yeah. its way to the rear of the palate. Now the finish is long. It's a, it's a oh long finish. Yeah, it, it's hanging out. What the? How does it feel on a snow day? Isn't this? Oh, it's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just gonna. Sitting and relaxing. Um, it's all like a uh, like a salinity there too. I really like this. Like a little bit of a salt I'm picking up coming through. Maybe like a brininess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I like that though. It's a really pleasant kind of. It's like it's kind of hanging out with the smoke it's coming in towards the end, just like relaxing. Well, let me ask you because you're you're the wine guy too. Yeah. Are there any hints of wine? You know, I'm not getting it. Could the brininess be part of that? Oh, maybe, yeah. 
that could so, be because because the minerality the minerality yeah it could be so, that could be where it's coming from yeah because i mean i i have had brininess you know in in other mescals that just happen naturally or just from distillation or from the hand of the maker or uh -huh. the plant or whatever but because this is rested i mean why would they rest it to round off the edges i mean that's what you would normally do with it yeah. you know and it's only 42 abv right so how much roundedness does it actually need sure because honestly this is delicious the way it is it really is i like it a lot but if your trademark is using the barrels wouldn't you expect that the barrel would kind of show up somewhere you think so i bet that's a, that mineral salty note that i'm getting the stone is how we come the sauvignon blanc is pulling it out it's got to be that would make sense yeah yeah because and again it's an afterthought that, sure, that yeah yeah and the smoke i mean you can't smell it on the nose there was no smoke on the nose no None. That's the thing. It's like when I opened it, so I've had other mezcals where the smoke is, just comes in and punches you in the face, and this right. doesn't. You know, it's like, oh yeah, by the way, I'm here, kind of a thing. You know? And you know, and I think that the smoke is too over. Um, it's it's. I don't. I don't. Even with the ancestral ones, lately, smoke is a non-issue. Right. You know, it it it's just not happening uh, anymore. I mean. Maybe the first original batches, you know, that, that you and I, you know, cut our teeth yeah. on, you know, the, with the worm in it. That was just uh, that, you know, it's like you're drinking fuel, you know. It's yeah. Really yeah, bad. yeah. This stuff is really very well done. It's it's elegant, mm -hmm. um, and and by and large, the ones that we've had submitted to us are that way, even at higher ABVs. And from using other plants like ricias. I, I'm still in love with Ricea's and the, the oh, differences yeah. that we're getting. Yeah. You know, the hand of the maker, the way it's processed, how it's made, how it's distilled, you know, if it's copper, if it's sure. clay pots, you know, the skulls and clay pots are delicious. They taste like earth and like wet cement. Yep. You know? And this was way brighter though. So it leads me to believe that the Espadine is probably more dominant. Maybe it's an 80, 20, probably. you know, 70, 30. You know, yeah, I, I would get. You know, I wouldn't be surprised just because Espadine is such a, you know, it's it's like the primary agave to grow so fast, right? Versus the Kabbalah. Man, this is this is a solid mezcal. Yeah, um, would you agree with me then that it is a brand of promise nominee? I would. Brand yes. of promise nominee. <laughs> so, and yeah. you know, and I really would like to. I know we go kind of long in the tooth here, folks, but. Um, since, uh, since Todd has such a trained palate, I, I keep looking for him to see what else he's pulling out because, um, there might be things that I'm missing, you know, and having had a few of these now under our belts, uh, you know, at least, at least five years of mezcal submissions to us, uh, for brands of promise that, uh, and, and the different styles, you know, the, the different categories, ancestral and, and, uh, uh, artisanal. The primary, the primary breaking into the market has been artisanal. Um, ancestral is, is more expensive, usually higher alcohol by volumes, more authentic. I don't know about that. Even, even that, you know, let's put it this way, more manually. Um, uh, there's, there's more uh, um, uh, it's, 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 uh, What's the word I'm looking for? Holy cow! There's a there's a phrase we use all the time. Um, 
there's a lot more labor intensive involved, right. you know, in, in an ancestral, uh, you know, so virtually you're taking away all machinery, um, you know, with that, with artisanal, I think shredders are still allowed. Uh, although I don't believe they're, they're, they're using the shredder. Are they? They're using the it says crushed by burrow pull to burrow pull to Hona. Yeah. Oh, but, but they're using a copper pot still. They are. And so, see, look at the ancestral has a clay pot. Yep. I want it. I, want it <laughs> I remember it. like reading about this because the three kind of you got the industrial, which they don't talk about, no one wants to talk about, the artisanal and the ancestral. I know the industrial, it's pretty much like you're basically making like a tequila, the same process. Right. Now, industrial, here's what it is industrial is made usually with blue agave, but it's made in Zacatecas. It's popular in the, in the state of Zacatecas. And they, they, cook it in autoclaves, it's rare. Right. Some of them, depending on the brand and the hand of the maker, some of them are still pit roasted. Uh, but the one that I'm thinking of that we've had submitted, we've only had one industrial submitted to us. Um, it's delicious. It, it's, a, huh. it's, it's, it's as good as any tequila. And, and, and it's, you know, Asian barrels, it's blue agave, uh, and it's used, they use autoclaves, uh, no smoke, and it goes down really well. It's, it came in at 80 proof. And it's good. It's well done. It, the only difference is it's from Zacatecas, and that's that's the denomination origin of mezcal. Right. But right. in Zacatecas, there is a, a history. There is a, a historically documented where they've grown and made mezcal from blue agave in that state. Huh. So they have a you know they have a pedigree. They have sure. a history of making it there. Um, so. Wow, the smoke is now finally coating my palate nicely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, wow. I got some eucalyptus That's, in there too. I don't know if you got picked up on that. The, what, Towards what the that? end. A bit, a bit of eucalyptus is in there for me. No, I see. Um, I don't know about eucalyptus, maybe mint. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe that's maybe something more mental. Spearmint or peppermint or something like that. Yeah. There's there's really good lip numbness as well. I when you hold when you hold it, you're you know, between your 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 mm -hmm. gum and your and your cheek, your lips. Mm. I'm willing to bet that whatever is at the tail end of this finish is the wine barrel. That would make sense. So if it's just rested, it's going to be like the final, the last little bit of. Yeah, it's, it's not, <laughs> I, I mean, judging from the color, now this bottle is, is tinted and it's got bubbles in it. You know, it's a, yeah. I don't know if it's recycled glass or not. I don't know the ins and outs of the, of the, uh, how they make their bottles uh but it's got the nice hand-blown bubble look to it and it definitely uh, seems to be a thing so i know their tequila bottles have the same yeah bubbles. this is the same virtually the same bottle except the yeah. label is a see-through label so you can right. see that, that it's a mezcal um it's it's codigo again uh just to get, wow i i wonder if they even tell us who the hand of, who the maker is avocado con madera de barrica de roble frances okay Okay. So that is, that is, uh, 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 it is, it, it, it's rested in, yeah. uh, in French. It's, you know, and it's, and it's a French oak barrel because Sauvignon Blanc wine barrels, they're, they're French. Cause it's, right, yeah. you're, you're, so it's a French oak barrel that rested Cabernet Sauvignon. And uh, it's an ensemble, Maguey Espadin and Tobola, Patatorum. 42 ABV, 
100% my gay. Um, and it gives you everything you need to know. It's a conico de piedra. So it's a, it's a, it's a, a stone, uh, underground stone oven. In, yep. uh, so it's not dirt, it's in, it's in stone. Uh, and it's uh, copper pot stilled. Yeah. Now, some of, the, some of the notes here, I, I'm not getting. It says floral, we got that. Yep. Vanilla, I didn't get any of those. It says cherry, earth. We got earth. We got earth. Uh, piedra, which is stone. You get, you know, yep. the, la piedra, the, the taona, also lends a characteristic sure to, does. to the element. And yep. it's a, they call it a stone, a piedra. Sometimes it, it, it appears as white cement. Yep. yep. Uh, and, and clay, sometimes it's clay. Uh, gentle smoke. Yeah, we got that. We got that. The only so, thing I, thought, yeah. I don't think we got on there was that, that wood. That light wood vanilla because I didn't really get that. Yeah, I didn't get it the either. Orange we got the citrus. Um, the citrus we got for sure. Yeah. Now the 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 one thing that they're not telling us also is uh, the um, the barrel that it is fermented in because that does make a difference as well. Now we know yeah. artisanal and ancestral uh, need to be. Um, uh, I believe they're open air fermentation, and I think they use uh, the fibers as well. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not sure how they're doing it. I have never, I have yet to see an artisanal, um, artisanally made mezcal rest uh, that's that's fermented in a in a in a stainless steel tank. Right. I've never seen that. I don't think they can. I wouldn't. I wouldn't think they'd be able to do that. Yeah, I wouldn't think that they no. would do that either. Especially, uh, I, I think that's not allowed. Sure. Uh, whereas, whereas the mezcal from Zacatecas is probably how they do it and without the fibers, as a matter of fact. So I just noticed something on our card here, too. The artisanal, they don't tell you anything about the fermentation, but the ancestral says open air fermentation and hide. In hide. Okay. In hide. Yeah. That, it's is like, also, that is also a, a uh, wow. Yeah. Cow, in I just hide. saw that. <laughs> I want it so bad. Right? Well, because honestly, I have I have yet to have a mezcal that is that is fermented in hide. I know that they exist. Sure. I've never had one. Yeah. I've had them fermented, in, you know, like I say, stainless steel Zacatecas. That's how they do it without yeah. the without the fibers. I've had them, you know, also uh, mostly in the barrels, open air with fibers on top. That's yeah. that's how I've had it. Sure. Um, and I've had I've had clay pots, clay clay pot distilled. Yeah. Uh, wow. Oh, and, and papalome, uh, that is another plant. Right. That particular plant is very hard to get. Huh. I don't know why, because uh, I, I searched to try to get us some on, on sipping off the cuff, have not been able to, hmm. uh, but I want that one. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, and I, you and I have another date with, with right? Cody <laughs> uh, It is, folks, it's a brand of promise. Uh, there is, it's good. It's a brand of promise uh, nominee. It's beautiful. It's delicious. Um, I, I I would say that. Um, do we have a price point? Have we even been oh. able to get one? You know, I don't think we do, but it's worth the money. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, go, don't don't even hesitate. Yeah. Now, I wish the Codigo folks would actually send us their tequilas because I have only had them at. Uh, I had them at a show in uh, the the old. Um, uh, the old taco fest in in uh, Arizona, at where I've actually had samples. I've been soliciting to get samples forever. 
There's some uh, good. Really? That's one of the ones. That was one of the ones I did for my course, the Catador course, because I found like a little. Yes, you level. did. You found. Yeah, they have the minis, which yeah. Uh, now they didn't have them then. I would still love to get the full bottle because the full, the full Monty, for what they're charging for their tequilas, you can send me full bottles, okay? Because <laughs> you know what, you're gonna charge the same thing for this mezcal, and probably more. At least, yeah, At I least. would say so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Thank you to the folks. Uh, they wrote us a really nice letter that Team Codigo wrote yes. a nice hand, yeah. handwritten note in microscopic hand print. Um, yeah. There's something, this guy is really deep, or gal is very detail oriented. Very much so. It's, I appreciate that. I, yeah, that was that was very nice. Um, so 1530 Codigo, 1530 Mezcal is a brand of promise nominee. Uh, in that category, in the they're calling it ensemble. We call it a medley. It's a, it's two plants. Um, it's delicious. Now, if you're watching us on on, on YouTube or you're watching us, on, uh, you know, maybe on Instagram, um, it, leave us a comment. Let us know what you think. If you've had it before, you know what you're doing with it. I wouldn't put it in a cocktail, but you probably could. Um, oh, me too. You know, <laughs> I, I know you are. <laughs> They actually sent us, I think they sent us recipes, didn't they? Maybe. They sent us some really nice uh, some oh, yeah. little information. Um, and and I believe that their Instagram does does have uh, uh, cocktails to be made with it. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't do it, but that's just me. Now, um, I would say that this one has, uh, if I were to, if I were to compare it to other uh, 42 ABVs, I think it's got way more character than you, than you would think. Because uh, they're not just using uh, the Espadín. Uh, I think El Silencio was the, one of the first ones that we ever tried, and that was a, a they, that was an ensemble. That was three plants. They came in at eighty proof and a really a really strong gateway with a lot of character. And this was right there. Oh yeah, this was right there. It's a super solid. So really anyway, awesome. folks, that's our take on Codigo, uh, the mezcal version. Uh, so if you're watching us, thank you for, uh, first of all, first of all, subscribe. Okay. Hit the notification bell. Give us a like, because that does help with the algorithm because you know, the world revolves on, around the algorithm. And, uh, uh, and if you've had it before, leave us a comment. Okay. Tell us what you're doing with it, how much you paid for it, where you're, where you're buying it, where you're finding it. Cause this is like brand new on the market. Okay. Um, and they, they actually reached out to us, which is really nice. Thank you to the folks at Mes at uh, Codigo and, uh, Hey, man, whatever you do, tomar sabiamente. That, my hat. That, there you go. <laughs> I just want to get the hat. Tomar sabiamente. You say. Uh, thanks, everybody. No, no, you say sip wisely. Oh, sip wisely. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs>